I am ready when you are. Yeah, well, we're recording now, so. Oh, are we? I'm actually. This this will be nice. You you won't you won't bully me like um like Ben and Tom will. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by two of your usual hosts here. We have Charlotte, Charlotte Porter's back Hello. on the podcast. Yes. Hello. I'm back for in what seems forever. So uh, yeah, <laughs> here when, I am. When, when, when were you last on? Was think, it was it the Secret Santa? I think, no, I think I did an episode in the new year. I think we did our comeback episode. Was I in that? I think, maybe. You were. Yes. Tell a lie, yes. That's the last time I've, I've been on because having a baby is having not just having a baby but also expecting another baby is uh it's hard work nobody nobody told me yeah i've been lied to <laughs> no one did no one no, no one let you in on that nobody, nobody told me no it's all fine but he's uh he's down in bed early so here i am on the podcast feeling like an adult we actually again. yes yeah we we actually um so we're in our group chat when we were planning this i got the message from ben like 15 minutes ago just saying Nathaniel is down early let's go go go, <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> so yes. scramble to, yes. to get recording while the recording is good yeah exactly um, exactly but yeah so how, how have you how have you been otherwise no I've been fine I've been fine otherwise I'm just aware that I've not had a chance really to game you know um basically just what I'm finding is with my free time I've um I've fallen down the web comic a hole and oh. I'm now just obsessed and consuming webcomic content like it's anything so I've got webtoons and Manta on my phone and just yep I'm just lost <laughs> lost yeah like well I know Law Olympus is like one of the big ones that you're into yeah. but have you discovered any new ones oh I'm currently reading about 55 webcomics at the moment oh so. my god <laughs> And they're just, but again, it depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I like a horror. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like a romance. Sometimes I just want silly, slice of life stuff. So it's great. It's great. I highly endorse oh. it. If you want to lose every three minute of your day, this is <laughs> this is the best way to do it. I mean, we're 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 talking on a podcast to an audience that has already got that problem with other hobbies. That's true. That's true. But guys, if you want another one, <laughs> web comics. Yep, web comics is the way forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and my name's Josh Hartley. By the way, I forgot <laughs> Sorry, to, to mention. No, I forgot to mention that uh, at the start of How the episode. How have you been, episode. Josh? How have you been? I am. I am good. I have had. I've got to the end of another week of work, and I'm looking forward to having my four day weekend next weekend. We have got some awesome plans. We do. We do. For, for Good Friday, we're going to game um, though as well because. I am not. I at least play one game over the Easter weekend because there will be three of us, which is easier to game with than two of us. So mm-hmm. I, that's it now. Hold me to it. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will attempt to hold you to it. Here's the thing. Well, because I was going to say on on that whole thing, like, because I, I, I'm in a bubble with Ben and Charlotte, which is why I'm allowed to to go around to their house, and I have been round like plenty in the new year but i think the thing is with you guys being parents and working it's like 
you're a bit knackered. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I come over, so it's like maybe I'm kind of... I would be up for gaming, but I'm also conscious of the fact that you guys are, maybe just want to sit and chill and chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, yeah. and I enjoy doing that as well. So. Yeah. That's why I think if, if, if we know you're going to be, you know, if we know you're going to be coming over a couple of days in a row or whatever, we can at least do one, you know, one day. Get, you get, get something yeah. done. When Nathaniel's having a nap, like, quick, to the board go, game cupboard. Go, 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 get the game. Get <laughs> um, but no, our, our specific plan is we are getting uh, Brazilian-style uh, meat delivered on... Uh, yes. Uh, what, do they deliver on the Thursday? Yeah, it's coming on the Thursday, saying? so we'll uh, we'll prep it on the Friday. But we are very excited. It's uh, Viva Brazil, so uh, it's going to mm. be good. So if you ever, it's one of these Brazilian restaurants that you go to, and they basically just bring out a parade of meat <laughs> for you to <laughs> dine on. So we're gonna have that experience at home. Yes, which will be, yes. which will be nice. Yeah. Um. So I, I just got freaked out there for a second because it started like raining really heavily all of a sudden here. Did you <laughs> like, have the snow this like, morning? I I did not, but a lot of my work colleagues did. And do you know what's interesting? My mum has this saying that I'd never heard of, and it was, "Near cast your clout until Mezu." Wow. Which means don't get rid of your winter clothes until it's May. Yeah. Near, near cast your clout until it's May. Out. So one of my favourite boring facts <laughs> is that you it is more likely to snow on Easter Sunday than it is Christmas Day. That's true. That is true. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, course, uh, and I think because the last couple of days, well, no, not the last couple of days, but the last week had been beautiful. You know, it had been at this proper sunshine. I had got clothes out, got clothes out in the washing mm-hmm. line. Yeah. That's it, it's never going to happen again. <laughs> so go on. Well, you've got your new tumble dryer now. I do have so. a new tumble dryer. See, I used to be exciting once upon a time. I used to play board games, and now I'm talking hey. about hanging out washing and my new tumble dryer, and I'm just like, hey, no, hey. this is not... New household appliances are, like, an exciting thing. I kind of want to get a Roomba. <laughs> like, even though, like, I live by myself. Like, it's just... I want to. I want to feel like I'm in the Jetsons, you know, and have a robot doing my housework. But it could be a wee me. companion for you. You could put like a wee hat on it and stuff, and just let it. Oh yeah. All about a wee Roomba. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> my roommate. A <laughs> Roomba mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should we should should we talk about board games and yes, tabletop and board stuff? Games. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Well, um, guys, it is. Uh, the end of March, and uh, March is Women's History Month. Yes. So for our main segment this week, Charlotte and I are going to talk about some of our favourite women in um, in Warhammer, in uh, the hobby in general. Uh, so we're gonna. That's what we're going to cover off. But we do have a bit of news to cover off first of all. So let's start with um, let's start with a pretty big one. Um, we reported earlier this year, UK Games Expo is still planning on going ahead uh, with the different dates of uh, the 30th of July to the 1st of August. However, uh, we've had an update from them. So, um, first things first, the Hilton, next to the NEC where, where the expo happens is going to be closed for refurbishments until September. 
So that is actually kind of a big deal because if you've ever been to UK Games Expo and like the two times that I've been, I've spent a significant amount of time in the Hilton. They have events in the function suites there. All night. Um, All night, because that's yeah. the thing. Um, because actually, what time does the co- the, se- the centre actually shut? The centre shuts at like 10. Yeah. So so they ha- kind of have like 24-hour gaming halls yeah, yeah. in yeah. Uh, the Hilton normally. And also, like, that, uh, the bar in the Hilton is yes. mobbed. Jumping. <laughs> Dur- Jumping. During Expo Week. So it's a r- real shame that they're going to be shut. Uh, so obviously... There's a stack of things that they are not going to be able to do. Specifically, this impacts open gaming areas and the RPG areas as well. Um, The other uh, thing is the NEC, uh, the main arena itself, obviously, where the expo is uh, is held. There we go. Editor Josh can fix that. Um, uh, They have only allowed halls two and three. Whereas previous years they've had halls one, two, and three. Um, so this is going to impact on the tournaments and the bring and buy. So, however, however, subject to um, safety reviews, um, they are still planning on going ahead for the thirtieth of July to the first of August. I just, I was, I was saying. I mean, you know, Josh and I were discussing it earlier. That I was just saying that. I don't know, I mean, I'm not going to be in a position to go because I will have a new baby at that point, but I think if I did have the opportunity to go, I don't know how realistic it would be to come from Scotland because I think at the moment England and Scotland have different um, roadmaps out of lockdown Mm -hmm. and I think Scotland is still expected to be in level, in tier three, um, I think sometime, you know, or, or, or at least, you know, the uh, working from home regulations and stuff like that are not meant to be lifted until June, July. So I don't even know if the border would be open by that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what, what the plan is. I love UK Games Expo. Um, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed it the, the times I've gone down. Um, I, and I, I do hope that, you know, I, I do trust that um, they're all being safe in how they're trying to plan it. Um you know, will there be other terms like, well, you have to have a vaccine in order to go, you know, all these mm-hmm. things, like what, what's what's actually going to be involved because it is a massive gathering. I imagine it's not, not going to be anywhere near as big, anywhere anywhere near as big, um, not just in terms of the fact that there's going to be, because if I remember correctly, number one, the whole whole one is the big hall, isn't it? Yes. Whole one's the big one and yeah, two that and three is... are, are smaller ones. Yeah. Hall, hall one is the one on the lower level, yeah, yeah. and that's like where the main entrance the is. Are like, with the, yeah, the big yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, like the the couple of times that I've been, like dead set. It's where like you see the big G Games Workshop stand and yeah, yeah. the Catan yeah, stand yeah. and yeah. like the rest of the exhibitors. Yeah. Um, so even even in terms of space, obviously it's going to be lesser numbers, but then you're going to have to have. I don't know. I don't know what England's um, uh, roadmap's going to look like if you're still going to be having to socially distance and stuff like that by that point. But I hope whatever they're planning is safe and you know it does go ahead and people that want to attend can attend and they can t- attend without there having any fear or any you know any any worry about any, yeah. uh, any you know this little thing called uh, coronavirus. But <laughs> yeah, I like I I think. Um... I I 
I'm not comfortable going to like any major events like yeah. that. Um, I think even even if the vaccination program continues to go well, like uh, I I think I'm gonna be steering clear of any yeah. conventions up until next year at the yeah. earliest. But um, you know, like like you you were saying there, Charlotte. For those people who do really want to go, I I hope they can, and I hope it's above everything. I hope it's safe. Like you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, we'll bring you more news on UK Games Expo as that develops. Yeah. Um, and on the, the uh, subject of other conventions, um, Tabletop Scotland has sadly had to cancel for 2021 yeah. altogether. Yeah. Again, COVID-related, but this is more down to the fact that the Dewar's Centre in Perth, which is where the convention centre, uh, the, the convention is actually held, uh, is a, vaccin- a vaccination centre. Yeah. So there, it's still going to be a vaccination yeah. center for a considerable time. So, um, for obvious reasons, uh, it can't cannot go ahead this year, and yeah. they've officially postponed until twenty twenty two, which is probably again like it, I, I think that's when I would be happy to yeah. start going to conventions yeah. again. But they're going to come back swinging. That's what they're going to do. Yes. They're going to come back swinging. And that's, it's going to be yeah. bigger and better than ever before, yeah. all of these conventions. And it's going to be awesome. I, like, I'm going to have so much pent-up excitement for, for going to a convention. I'd be, like, the first one that I go to, I'll just be a mess. Like, oh, there's so much stuff. <laughs> like, people, people. <laughs> like, so... Um, so yes, uh, sadly, Tabletop Scotland will not be going ahead. Um, we have a couple of new games come to yes, Kickstarter recently. Uh, first up, we have Gloomia, yes. A Night on Hemlock Hall. This is the sequel to... A, I would say this is one of our favourite games. We haven't I, I played like, it in years. I haven't but, played it in years, but I remember when we did play it, we played it pretty much it was the game you know our go-to game for a while because it's small it's easy mm. you can play it in 15 minutes you can play it in an hour you know depending on how things are going but yeah it's good and it's also got a bit of a uh, a bit of acting a bit of role play quite like that so yeah gloomier is of course the sequel to gloom which we were just talking about there and so yeah this uh, I, I, uh, this has completely caught me off guard. I was not expecting them to do anything else with Gully. I mean, they did the, um, the Cthulhu themed one. Yeah. There's quite a few, I think, expansions um, that are, mm. are different themes. But yeah, the Cthulhu one's the, the, the main one that I've seen. Yeah. So, it, and it's got, of course, the same art style and the sort of, sort of see through cards as yeah. well, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I always think that the art style is very Tim Burton. Uh, yeah, it's very Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll provide a link uh, to that. The nice thing is, with it being a card game, it, you're not going to have to remortgage your house to back it. Yeah. Like the the pledges start at uh, twenty four dollars. Yeah, it's just like that's really good. <laughs> So uh, go check that out. Um, we we think it looks pretty neat. Uh, also, like gorgeous artwork, and uh, you know, if uh, what could possibly go wrong, <laughs> he says. 
So the uh, another Kickstarter that has uh, recently closed but is now open for uh, late pledges is uh, Everdell, uh, or specifically expansions to Everdell, uh, New Leaf, and Mistwood, and you also get an option for what is called the complete collection, which is basically the the base game and everything in between. We we have only played Everdell once at uh, Tabletop Scotland a couple of years back, and um, it is a gorgeous game. Very, very pretty. We didn't have the best time with it, but apparently we were playing it wrong. Yeah, we played one of the main mechanics wrong, um, which mm-hmm. actually really just didn't make the game exciting <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah... I, I I did enjoy playing it because it's such a beautiful game to play, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, um, well, well, I'll discuss it a bit more later on um, when we talk about uh, women in the, the gaming the gaming industry, but I remember playing Photosynthesis and I had no idea. I, I, to- mm-hmm. I played it wrong. Like, I totally played the game wrong and didn't score any points, but I loved playing it because of the artwork. You yeah. know, it was just such, it was like, this is such a pretty game. And then I was like, oh, I'm not playing the game right. <laughs> It's not. It's it, it, it's it's not just the artwork though. It's like the the components are like yeah, gorgeous, everything. and you've got that big tr- that big tree in the middle yeah. of the board. <laughs> yeah. So. But even the gems and stuff, wasn't there? Like the wee. The, the oh wee, yeah, uh, like the little amber. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. So um, it looks uh, again, looks very pretty, just like the original game. Uh, you get little um, <laughs> in. In the New Leaf expansion, you now get uh, the little wooden tokens for snails, cats, bees, and bats. Which <laughs> a little uh, the little wooden bat meeple is excellent. I love it. <laughs> um, so so yeah, go check that out, guys. It opened for late pledges. Uh, it obviously smashed all of its goals because yeah. yeah. why wouldn't it? So um, so there you are. Um, my final bit of news that I want to talk about I've been saying on the podcast for like a little while how I'm a bit I'm a bit out of magic at yeah. the moment yeah. um, a little bit out of it and they have uh, revealed some cards for the upcoming set and I'm actually quite excited for it Ooh, so, that's good Yeah. so the set is called Strixhaven and the setting for for it is the University of Strixhaven, so uh, it is a university for mages. Maybe some creative borrowing from other IPs might be going on here, <laughs> but uh, that it is split into five different colleges, all with their own distinct uh, themes. Um, there's a big like uh, there's like a half hour video of. Um, of uh, Jimmy Wong from uh, from the uh, Command Zone introducing a load of the uh, new cards and the mechanics and the themes behind the setting. It just looks... Like, like the art for Magic the Gathering, like, uh, while the game itself uh, peaks and troughs, the art is, like, just consistently really good. But this looks, in particular, like, really nice. Like, the the five different colleges within the school are like really distinct uh and i think for pre-release the idea is that you get to pick one so um charlotte what 
Which of these five colleges okay. do you reckon that I would be in, right? Okay. There is, um, there is, I'm going to get the actual names of the colleges. Professional. <laughs> uh, so, which of these five colleges do you think suits me best? Okay. We have Law Hold. This is the college that studies archaeology and history. And uh, it, it's mag- it uses magic from uh, ages past to and calls upon the spirits uh, from the past to to uh, to aid them. We have the prismari, which are performance artists that use the elements to aid their aid their drama and their music. You have uh, the silver quill, who are all about. Um, uh, uh, speeches and politicking and uh, uh, and in writing, creative writing, that sort of stuff. Uh, you have the Witherbloom that study life and death and uh, how they interact with each other. And they uh, their little uh, school mascot are these creatures called pests, which are like little like bug creatures. Uh, and finally, you have Quandrix which are maths nerds that <laughs> use magic. Quandrix. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No, come on. Don't, don't, at, least well, I'll, <laughs> at least think about well, it. No, no, I did. I did. I was thinking, like, so I was thinking, you know, the way you were going, I thought maybe there's going to be one that's around trade and commerce because mm. you are very, you know, it's all about resource management and there is a mathematical swing in that. But yeah. also... I did feel that you maybe um, were a bit of the, uh, the the performing arts as well. <laughs> you always put on a performance, Josh. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could um, maybe I could take courses in both and yep. decide on my major like a little later on. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So yeah. I just I just wanted to to mention it because <laughs> I, I haven't been excited for magic for yes. a while. So yeah. I uh, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna give this one a proper go. I'm gonna take part in the pre-release. Hopefully, Geekaboo are gonna do their webcam pre-releases that they've done during the pandemic, and I'll do a bit of online drafting on it. So I'll let you guys yeah I'll let you guys know how I get on. Yeah, no good. Exciting. Rightio. Shall we Shall we dive into the main the main topic for yes. this week? Yes, let's yeah. do it. So, as I said right uh, earlier on in the episode, it has been Women's History Month, and uh, we are going to talk about some of our uh, favourite ladies within the tabletop gaming hobby, um, just to celebrate that, to mark that. Yeah. Um, do you Do you want to kick things off, or uh, yes? Wh- who, who should we talk about first? I I I I would like to bring my my suggestion. If that's okay, mm-hmm. um, my one of my favourite board game artists actually, uh, and just basically artists in general, I I, uh, I uh, follow her a lot in her art station, is um, Sabrina Miramon. Now Sabrina Miramon, um, what I've, I've mentioned already is um, photosynthesis. Um, mm-hmm. Again, a game that I played that I totally played wrong <laughs> because I was trying to uh, <laughs> cultivate my trees. I was trying to create an orchard where, in fact, you're meant to go through the sort of life cycle of trees you know and rebirth new trees and stuff like that but I was like no I'm just going to have 
my orchard of trees and realised that I was playing it wrong by the time we got to the end of the game. Oh no. <laughs> but I still really enjoyed playing it. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt as if it, visually it was a really interesting game to play, you know. Um, the other game that she designed as well, or she um, worked in the, the illustration with, with um, was Planet. And yeah. Planet's a really fun game as well. Um, but just, I just love her art style. She's got a very distinct... I'm not even sure how you... It's, a, it's sort of like... I guess it's a weird description, but like a real realistic cartoons, if that makes sense. I was going to say, uh, the way I was going to put it was cartoonish. Yeah, like. yeah. But, like, but it's still quite realistic. It's very stylized, um, but quite bright colours, quite bold um, shading and things like that. So it does have a very unique look about it um but i i really like like her stuff and she does a lot of other um you know like other um illustrations for mm-hmm. uh, for other things for magazines and then um, other board games and things like that as well but um i just i really like her art style yeah i'm i'm looking i'm looking at her website just right now little town is another board game that she did the art for as well yeah. and uh, you you you're right she's she does have a very distinct uh, style I love, I love the art for Planet, and yeah. I, we we need to give that game another like yeah. uh, uh, get that game to the table again because it's just fun building your little like the three dimensional planets, <laughs> just yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but no, fantastic, uh, fantastic artist. I think, I don't think artists in this hobby get enough love. We yeah. talk so much about game designers themselves. Uh, but the artists very rarely like get a mention other than having their name somewhere on the box. So, yeah. and they're a really important part of the hobby as well because they help bring these games to life. Otherwise, we're just we're kind of just playing spreadsheets, really, yeah. which yeah. which wouldn't be fun. No, wouldn't be yeah. as fun. I, I would still find it fun. But, you would. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's why you're in the uh, mathematical uh, school. When that's it comes to... that's why I'm a maths nerd. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. So um, I <laughs> would like to mention, and it would be completely wrong of us to skim over Trish Carden uh, in talking about our favourite yes. women in the hobby. I am only well. I say I'm only familiar with her, but obviously um, my husband is a massive miniatures painter so that's Mm -hmm. the only way that i know her is that i know that she is the og (laughs) one of the og uh, warhammer uh, designers isn't she what absolutely she has done she's been sculpting since i'm going to say the 1980s apologies if i've got that wrong but i know for a fact that uh, her early work include like some of the uh, back when marauder miniatures were a thing she did like a lot of the orcs and beast men them and uh, she's pretty she she's known as the monster lady because she's known for sculpting monsters i mean particular highlights for me oh she did oh look i'm I'm looking through her facebook right and she did the original horrors for zinch which are just great Uh, you know here's the thing as cool as modern sculpting is right and as flashy and as impressive as it is 
there's something about like the hand sculpted miniatures from years ago that just have so much character and hers have hers have so much character in them and um, like uh, yeah it, it has, some of her later work was uh, a lot of stuff for forge world like a lot of their monsters she did she did the troll hag the the big mama troll <laughs> Uh, and I believe she did the Carmine Dragon as well, which was a really impressive yeah. resin kit for Forge World uh, as well. I know, Ben, uh, we, when we've done in previous years things for either International Women's Day or Women's History Month, uh, Ben always brings her up. Uh, so it would be wrong if we didn't bring her up yes. again. Um, so, no, she she does some fantastic work there. So, moving on, um, will we talk about um, the designer of one of our favourite games of recent yes. years? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, Elizabeth Hargrave uh, is, of course, the designer of Wingspan, our, definitely our favourite game of 2019 and one of our favourite games in a long time. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've played we've played a ton of it <laughs> yeah and we've played it with lots of different people that's the thing it seems to be as much as it's a game that I think when you lay it out in front of you it does look very confusing for people that don't game mm-hmm. you know when you've got it all set up in front of you and you've got your board mm-hmm. and you're not sure what the different lines do but it is one of those games that as you play it it begins to make sense and it becomes yeah. quite intuitive as to what you're doing um, yeah I just, I just love all the mechanics and wingspan it's one of those games where whenever I sit down and play it, as soon as I finish, I want to have another go. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, I mean, that's which is a great thing. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have got. Um, we've got a. Um, I mean, we've played the Europe expansion, yeah. but we've, got we've the also Oceania. got the Oceania yeah. expansion as well. Yeah. So we need not to, a chance to play that. Yeah, we need to. Uh, we need to. Um, get that to the table at some point Elizabeth is not just by no means uh, Wingspan is not her only game Um, she has also done uh, Tussie Mussie Uh, but last year it was uh, Mariposas that came out and uh, came out to some critical acclaim as well and we haven't got around to playing it yet Um, game about butterflies the the recurring theme through her games um, is nature it's lots of things about uh, either wildlife or Tussie Mussie's uh, all about flowers. Yeah. So, which is neat. It's, uh, uh, I'm assuming that is a, per- I, I, I say I'm assuming it's a personal interest of hers. If it wasn't an interest of hers, I'm not sure why she would be doing games about them. Yeah, but- yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> because who knew so. that a game about birds would sell so much? I know, right? I mean, we get some pretty weird, like, subjects for forget yeah. it is incredible like how many games exist that are about trains yes <laughs> like trains um it's a difficult sell for a lot of people not all people a lot some people really like trains but <laughs> but um but yeah it's it's amazing how many games are about that but yes um so uh, by all means check out uh, elizabeth hargrave we'll have links to um I'll have links in the show notes to all, all of these, uh, all of the websites. This is this is going to be a very uh, busy episode for me to <laughs> to write the show notes for, but it'll be worth it. So, um, 
Do you want to uh, uh, do you want to give another shout out next, Charlotte? So I would like to give a personal shout out uh, to Sally Jones. Yay! Um, yay! Of the uh, Crafting Joneses. Um, we usually see we have obviously haven't seen her in quite some time, but we usually see um, Sally on the convention trail um, mm-hmm. up and down the country, um, which is always nice. So yeah. they, they, they come in a pair usually because they, they're, they're coming in the same car from the same town. But um, mm-hmm. usually it's Sally and uh, Tom from Redwell Games. Um, so we see them up and down the country um, at different convention spots, which is always really nice. But I love some of um, Sally's Sally's uh, creations. Um, they're just, they're just, they're, they're awesome. They're infinitely cute as well as being geeky. And I just, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm here for that. I, uh, one of my prized possessions is my uh, D20 keychain that I've got <laughs> from her. <laughs> from her. So, uh, so yeah, I, it's, yeah, this is, we've said it before, like, one of the big shames of not going to the conventions over the last year and a bit um, is missing yeah. all the people that we normally see yep. and hang yep. out with at these conventions, and Sally is one of them, so, yeah. you know. So yeah. as well... You know, you got Cat and Rob from I Play Red Games. We haven't seen them. We normally bump into them at different conventions mm-hmm. as well, um, and just so many folk. You know, um, so that, that's the thing I think I miss about conventions is the, is the social yeah. aspect. You know, and the, the seeing people and coming together with folk, um, and it's always nice to see people in a different environment. Like it's really nice seeing the folk that, you know, uh, have travelled up from England for tabletop Scotland and stuff like that. You know, so it's just always nice seeing people in different settings and different environments. But it's all good. Hopefully, it won't be too long till we're back to seeing folk again on a regular basis. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Rightio. So yeah, that that uh, that's a little roundup of uh, some of the women that we uh, uh, that we love in the uh, hobby. So, dear listener, though, why don't you give a shout out to some of your favourite? Uh, favourite women in uh, wargaming, in uh, card gaming, in tabletop gaming in general, and uh, the, the art for all of those. Uh, let, us know, let us know in comments below and uh, we can uh, have a gander at them. And uh, in a future episode, we can, uh, we can answer any questions that you might have as well. Yeah. So I think on that note, that is uh, all we have time for this evening. So uh, until next time, guys. Take care.